knocking on heaven's door. Almost paradise. How could we ask for more? All right, we done. That's it. Let's that's go it. Home. That's all. Okay, yeah, that's all you get, folks. Whew, we got a lot to talk about because this was four hours of TV and very little happened. But still, we've got a lot to talk about. Even the dramatic thing that happened didn't happen because they didn't show it to us. Well, we also, I mean, you say it was four hours, but once we fast forwarded through the entirety Holy of Evan and Carly's shit. wedding, plus their whole journey. Y'all, we'll go pretty far. For our audience, I feel like we're pretty committed to this damn podcast. Yeah. We will not watch that. I'm not watching it. And I even, I like them. And I'm still not going to watch their I don't wedding. like them. I don't like Evan. Evan can kiss my ass. I like a nerd. Uh, an awkward oh nerd. Oh, God. Please. Yeah. No, come on. I, I like an awkward nerd. But anyways. You didn't, you were not a fan of Evan when he was on The Bachelorette. <sighs> yeah. I just, I feel... I mean, I don't even know. Well, we said we weren't going to talk about them. Let's not even bother talking <laughs> yeah. about them. Our child is yelling for us, by the way. That's right, folks. We will neglect our children for this podcast, but we will not watch Carlene Evans' wedding. Let's not mention Women them again. checked on her. Oh, also, congrats, guys. Yeah, not congrats. Did they get married, but they're knocked up. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That boner doctor knows what he's doing. <laughs> to get the job done there's a boner emergency <laughs> <laughs> paging dr evan bass anyway all right let's we're not get... gonna talk about it let's get let's go back to paradise back to paradise a and then back time again ago. and then we leave and, and then, then we come back, back again. again well we start with harrison on an empty beach and i feel like these are segments that harrison must have filmed like almost for himself like for like dream journal that he keeps or something because he's just like he puts it on his tinder <laughs> <laughs> he's like talking he's like alone on the beach getting a little more soulful mm-hmm. this is harrison is in many modes I in these like episodes bachelor in paradise harrison i, I do too like he's a little relaxed he's a little looser yeah, oh he's a little he's got goofier. his shirt untucked but he simultaneously goes full-on after-school special yeah, he's mode. he's not afraid to take it somewhere serious, yeah. guys. Listen, folks, we'll get to this later. I know the nation is in a really tough place right now with race relations, but Harrison's here to guide us yeah, through it. Yeah, he's here. He's a steady hand to uh, to help us out. So let's get going. So, um, All right, Raven is first. Raven has somehow, against all odds, become some sort of like key figure in bachelor world i don't think it's against all odds i mean she's the second place dude i hate contender. raven i hate is a strong word i don't ca- i don't understand what the appeal is with raven i don't think she's that attractive i mean if that's interesting do you because you know i thought she was appealing in that like she was a little more of a straight shooter in this I mean, there were parts, there were things that she said that I liked. I actually liked the way that she talked at the after school special part. And mm-hmm. I thought it was very brave of her to come, uh, to come, not come clean. Um, come forward. Come forward mm-hmm. and share her past sexual assault history. So I liked that. I don't like it when, because when uh, Demario comes down and she's like, we don't like blah 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 like we blah 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 I feel like she is she has uh, christened herself the ringleader of the gang. oh I see like I'm yeah 
I'm uh, Queen Bee yeah. around here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and she, I guess she is because I feel like it, you know, the first person to show up is kind of a, a real hot. Sure. Topic. So it's a power position. Yeah, it's a power For sure. Player. Yeah. She also just shows up in a bikini. I always think that's weird. Like some people, like were you on the plane yeah, like that? Some yeah, some people obviously come in what they traveled in, sure. and then they go and change in a bathing mm-hmm. suit. Raven's just well, she's from Arkansas. I was going to say that's she just might, what she wears all the time. What she wears when she goes frog. That's <laughs> that's what she wears to a funeral. Daisy Dukes in a bikini top, like a nice bikini top, like but, a well, a black bikini. Yeah, top in for mourning. A respect, yeah. respect. Well, and Matt traveled in a penguin suit. I mean, that's how he flew all the way down. <laughs> Alexis somehow arises from the beach in a shark, in a shark outfit. outfit. Yes. All right. Raven says that she is here for love. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking for a Jade Tanner. Oh, I just saw on Instagram tonight they had their baby four oh, weeks early. Congratulations, guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I think it was okay. a girl. Um, But, yeah, we got, I mean, guys, what what more could you want out of Bachelor in Paradise? We've got people having babies. Right. I mean, I will say Bachelor in Paradise seems to have as good a track record as sure. the regular Bachelor As anything. Though, in all fairness, just about any way to find love would have about as good of a track record as the Bachelor franchise. Don't you think it would be weird to owe your life to this show? Like, those kids owe their lives to this program. Don't you think that's kind of a bizarre existential situation to find yourself in? I mean, you probably owe your life to some, like, creepy-ass Church oh, of sure. Christ. Like, sure, but I don't know that. Relationship. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's the difference. Almost 30 and not yeah. married? <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. These people know. These, these, these children will know to what they owe their I lives. I mean, everybody's got to meet somehow. Yeah, there you go. All right. Anyways, Harrison is more of a godlike figure, though, bringing life forth into the world. Yeah, I yeah. know. I, um, I would like it if he were the doula for these uh, situations. <laughs> you were there in the delivery room. They, this is the most dramatic birth ever. They'd probably let him. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's to stop him? Mm-hmm. I would, um, frankly, he'd probably be... A less annoying figure than some. I'm not going to name names, but I'm staring. Is that directed at me? looking at you real... Is that because we share a secret of who the annoying person in the delivery room would be? (laughs) We both are on the same page about we have an idea about who it is. (laughs) It's not me. It was Dr. Rayford. (laughs) (laughs) It was Jeannie the doula. (laughs) Jeannie too annoying. Um, Anyways, let's move along. No, you were perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Dean comes wearing shorts that seem like they're kind of... Swim shorts, but also kind mm-hmm. of boxer shorts. Yeah, well, that's handy. You know, yeah, sure. it's, it's a fashion statement. All right, let's blow through some of who's Someone here. Someone named right. Benzie is here. Benzie from Caitlyn season. He spends a lot I, of time talking about his dog. So this is what annoys me. Caitlyn season was literally, what, two years ago? Maybe three? Yeah. Maybe three? Yeah. If you're not from, like, the last two seasons, they act like you're some, like, grandpa who's wandered <laughs> down. You're a pariah. Who's like, yeah, yeah. totally... You know, not relevant. Like, I mean, do you remember when Tinley had the nerve to come back for like a third time? But she was a known entity. They were like, she's like 35. What are you doing here? I'm surprised she's not dead. (laughs) Do you need help getting down the stairs, Tinley? Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, and I mean, it is a lot from Nick's season. It's a lot from um, who's the Bachelorette? JoJo. Thank you. From JoJo season. Right from Rachel. Well, yeah, no, yeah. a lot from Rachel oh, and JoJo. Okay. Yeah, oh, the Bachelorette that we just had yeah, a week ago. That's yeah, the one. The yeah. name that escaped you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, yeah, this all is disposable content. In my so mind. from Nick's season, Christina is here, which. You're welcome. <laughs> she makes a KGB joke at the yes, end, which is I great. Loved yeah, it. They honestly, were Trump jokes. Yeah, Christina was one of my favorites from these two episodes. Yeah, I, Christina is looking good. She's looking Her great. Hair is a little. Yeah. is she? Is well, she I feel great? like she, I thought she was looking good. Yeah, yeah. you get a little, little bit of a excitement. Mm-hmm. Maybe calling in Evan. my pants. <laughs> I don't your, need to call Evan. Was your penis dancing? <laughs> as Alexis would say. We've got, what, Iggy in the house? Iggy uh, comes in. We've got Iggy. We've got Ben Z. Dean, obviously. Right. We already said that. Danielle M. I, so I want to say, um, just because this is applicable to Danielle M., it's always interesting to me if I strongly like someone or dislike someone on the original show and then feel otherwise on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, I really liked Danielle M. Mm-hmm. when she was on Nick's season. Mm-hmm. She annoyed the fuck out of me on this episode. Yeah. I guess, too, do you think that the Bachelor in Paradise versions are more real? Yeah, I do. It seems that way because there, there's less, like, it's, there seems to be less control. They get to interact with each other more, you know? So, like, if you get three minutes with Rachel in a week... You're going to be on your best behavior. Right. And they're also... I mean, I think that they are actually a lot more relaxed on this show because it's not as cutthroat. Like, they right. want to stay, but... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, it's I just, boozier, yeah. you know? Yeah, and there seems to be less... Um, like contrived feuds. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was hilarious that when Corinne shows up, they're all like, "Oh, we love you!" Right, like, right. I mean, we were all supposed to hate Corinne mm-hmm. on Nick's season, and even you know when Taylor shows up, um, she's just like, "I really don't have any beef with Corinne. I, I don't want this to be an issue. Like, I wish her well." Right. So even the two people that like hated supposedly each hated other, each other, yeah, yeah. or Alex and. Some other guy had some kind of feud that I don't even fucking remember. Lil Alex and um, Taylor's guy, right? Oh, Derek. Derek. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened. And apparently neither do they, which is great because no one cares. Is this when they had a, like, dance-off? Do you remember that? (laughs) Uh, Yes. I don't even know if that's true or not, but let's say it's that. Yes, they had a dance-off fight. It was a two-on-one date with JoJo... I don't know. I mean, I know. And they had a dance off at the prom. No, it wasn't like that. It was like they were learning to tango. Oh, I see. Okay. Anyway, I thought that was Alex. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember Alex and um, God. What is his name? Derek. Derek. Is his name Jim Halpert? Thank you, Jim Halpert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Iggy, like, runs onto the beach and is super excited to see. Grabs. Dean. Dean in a big bear hug. I know. Yeah, all the women on the beach, but uh, yeah. And I don't feel like Dean really reciprocates. No, I I think this is a little one-sided. Yeah, Dean was, or uh, Iggy was really disappointed that uh, Dean didn't come to Kentucky to see him. (laughs) Oh. 
Um, Jasmine is here. Yeah. Ready to give chokies. She's there leaning into all of their... That's the other thing I like about yeah. Paradise is they're leaning into all their... Like, she's giving a chokie and the right. credits. Alexis is in the dolphin costume. Or Ta- shark. Yeah. yeah. Taylor is reading a book on emotional intelligence. Yeah, it's... It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, the Jack Stone I like the bond. show better when it's willing to make fun of itself. Right. Well, and that's why, again, we're about to get there, but why this Demario Corinne stuff Ooh. is so... Like, it's, I mean, obviously, like, rape allegations are never fun. That's a silly word. But, again, if it's manufactured, it's totally away from the spirit of the show. I have a lot of questions about that. So we're just going to have to get into it in a little bit. Well, speaking of Damari, I want to mention this. And this is something that I never, ever thought I would say. But this episode of The Bachelor was rich in dramatic irony. (laughs) Like, Demario shows up and he's like, I'm just here to turn a new leaf. Like, I want to clear my name. I want to, like, it's crazy. Like, it's what you would have him say if you wanted if you to set up, him up a fall. Yeah. It's so, it's, he even you know, has a whistle, which I wrote. Yes. Is it a rape whistle? Yeah, <laughs> for no reason he brought a whistle. Um, I think it was in case he needed to fend off someone's uh, unwanted someone's advances. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he's like, all about turning over a new page, clearing his name, and just the way he says it is like that's how you would write right. this character. Um, he also tells Raven that he's here to be the wingman for the awkward homie in the corner who can't relate. Like, that would be me. Who I would is, be the awkward it, homie. I feel like that's Evan, but beyond that, I don't right? Know who There's it is. not really an yeah, Evan here so a, far this time. Not an awkward homie so far. There yeah. will be. I feel like the awkward homie is Danielle M. You think so, M girl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, you know who the awkward homie is? It's Alex. Yeah. Alex is kind of the awkward homie, as we'll get to. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, Demario is here. The girls are like. A super anti Demario because mm-hmm. they feel like he played their girl Rachel, which is fine. I mean, I get it. I feel like they're friends with her, and he did not come off that great on the show. I do no. think. I mean, I think Demario seems nice. I, he's a little bit of a little bit of a hot dogger. Sure, but I think there's, he's a, cute. there's room for hot doggers. And, I mean. Not to, it's just tricky territory, but you do see in the footage that they show on the actual television, which I know is incredibly limited. I mean, he and Corinne do seem to really hit it off right away mm-hmm. on that first day. Like, they're they're loving each other. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, and he also, it is surprising, too, because he's, like, bouncing around with interest in a couple people, even though he does eventually land on jumping in the pool with Corinne. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Don't you think, this is totally changing the subject, don't you think that Alexis and Matt should get together just based on their animal costumes? Like, don't you think that the two people who come in animal costumes should kind of automatically be drawn to one another? Maybe. For some kind of furry style situation? I don't see Matt as Alexis's type. I don't see <laughs> anybody's type here, really. Well, I guess Jasmine's, Jasmine's type. type. Do you think that he's good looking? Uh, I think he's fine. I do. I think that he's the level of handsome that you usually see on that the Robbie show. Is or Matt is. Peter? No. No. Is anyone Peter? No. no. Uh, there's no Peters here. The only yeah. other Peter Krause is Peter Krause from Parenthood. The actor. <laughs> <laughs> there are two Peter Krauses in this world. <laughs> They're both very handsome. Yes. 
Um, okay, Corinne is here. She kind of says uh, that she's working on her independence. She says that she is doing her, which is what she does best. Miss Independent. Um, Nick shows up <laughs> in a Santa, Santa beard. Saint Nick. I like okay. that uh, what someone else said that it was totally half-assed. Well, Matt. Yeah. Because. He did a full-on penguin Matt costume. Matt calls the Santa beard lame. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna wear a costume, wear it. Like, Go com- all out. Commit Come to on. a costume. Commit to the bit. Let's, let's get beard? on it. That's lame. A penguin costume is where it's at. That's awesome. I mean, I do respect his point. Like, you gotta, you know, go all out. Go go big or go home. Nick. Uh, we get Lacey. We get Diggy. I also, I mean, just about that. I think it's kind of like, it, it is, to agree with Matt, I think it is a little lame. Is it just that your name is Nick? So you right. wear a Santa beard? A Santa like, beard everywhere? I wonder gimmick? if he does that like if he wears that to job interviews or like... <laughs> just that's always his gimmick. And Nick here, Saint Nick. <laughs> it's just a little bizarre. Yeah. Okay. And to like go back to that well again. Yeah. You know, with really nothing new. Like, yeah, we saw that before. That That already happened. Um, well, you see that with a lot of them, which I think is really funny of like them expecting the viewer to remember them. Right. So he's like, oh, the audience loves my St. Sure, Nick yeah. gag. Everybody can't wait to see the St. Nick thing again. And the reality is we podcast this show and I barely remember these well, and people. One Lacey was like, I'm Lacey. I'm the camel girl. And I'm. Who? Right. What? What happened? And I mean, they yeah. showed her. She rode in on a camel. One when they showed it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I kind of remember that." But yeah, uh, nobody else remembers that. Lacey. Yeah. Based it, on Taylor's shorts, she might be the camel girl now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too too much? No. If you feel comfortable making yeah. that joke, then you know what. You have tenure. What can we do? <laughs> a lot, apparently. Yeah, when this audio breaks. Um, along those lines, I thought it was hilarious. And this is jumping ahead a little bit. But Amanda shows up. And one of the things that she... I think she's saying this to Ben Z, That she applied for celebrity Oh, tender yes. Oh, one of the best moments. Yeah. So first of all, I was unaware... That there was a celebrity Tinder. That makes so much sense. It makes sense. Because celebrities talk about being on Tinder. And I'm like, how does that work? Right. You're just sitting there and swiping left or right. And suddenly you're looking at like Jake Gyllenhaal. Sure. Yeah. So it makes sense. No. I do love though that there. It sounds like they're very exclusive. They're not going to let just any cut rate person. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Amanda is, if Amanda from Bachelor World, like I guess one of the Bachelor or Bachelorettes. Could make the cut, probably. You know Nick Vial is on there. Yeah, already. Well. On the side. Yeah. yeah. Look out, Vanessa. Get on Celebrity uh, Tinder, Vanessa, if you can, if mm. they'll let you. Or find a famous person to scroll through and see if he's on there. I bet Harrison is on Celebrity oh, Tinder. Oh, you know he is. Yeah, but he's just here to make friends. That's what <laughs> it says. Okay. Uh, yes, we... we moved forward a little bit. Dean and Christina are hitting it off. Mm -hmm. Nick tells Jasmine that he came here specifically to meet her. He like pulls her aside. It's kind of a ballsy move, like straight up at the beginning. It's a little creepy. I feel like it's a little bit stalker. Yeah. Um, And he should have done a like, 
I see you when you're sleeping style thing. Like just really lean into the, <laughs> you're know. on my list. When you're awake, yeah. you're on my bad girl's list. You're on list. my naughty list. <laughs> Why didn't he? That's a great line. Come on, Nick. Uh, Lacey makes them kiss, which right. I thought like, are we in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> Not your middle school, but. <laughs> yeah. Guys, are we 26? <laughs> <laughs> this is inappropriate. Okay. All right. It's oh, always, and so we have to mention the say, biggest. Just oh, as ahead. a larger comment, it's always hard to like organize the podcast. Yes, because I feel like it's just a bunch of crazy shit happening for right. two hours. Right. So we're a little over the all over the board. Well, all also, board. it's a bunch of crazy shit or nothing happening. <laughs> Those two things Both. together. But we have to mention the biggest piece of news, which is that Jorge is moving on to some other no, strange no, no, no. You're venture. Way forward. This it's what. I have something, you have something uh, equally important. big that we need to talk okay. about that occurs before that. Okay. We'll leave the the listener in suspense. Yeah. The biggest news is that Jorge <laughs> is... Oh, wait. Let's do this other thing. Jorge is dead. Diggy is here and Amanda is here and she returns the ring to Harrison. That is big. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. And Harrison says it smells like pizza. And that she gets a dig in. Yeah. She says that Josh was really sweaty. Was really sweaty. Well, he shit, was. Girl. Yeah. That's just, yeah, just need two eyes to notice that. Um, she also tells Harrison that she ignored red flags when it came to Josh. I, is it, does it bother anyone? I don't want to, I don't want to mom judge or mom shame. She seems to travel a lot for somebody right. who's a single mom with two small children. I mean, whatever. I'm not judging. I'm judging a little bit. Yeah. You know what? They're actually with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the one that freaked out Ben? They're with Ben Higgins right yeah. now. He actually came around on the kids. He's like, I, I don't want to marry you, but I love these kids. I'll keep them for six weeks. He did not love those kids. <laughs> Maybe she brought them to Mexico. They're like staying in a hotel next door. Harrison's watching them. I'm going to get a refill on my wine. Okay. All right, you got a good pour there, so I think we're back in action. It's a lot of breaks for the viewer. I had to get a refill on my Josh Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> so it really had to happen. Here for the Wrong Reasons, brought to you by Josh Rosé. Josh Rosé, brought to you by Whispering Angel. <laughs> Put in the promo code uh, Here for the Wrong Reasons at the Josh Rosé website and watch nothing happen. All right, do you want to talk about Jorge? I do, now that you've sort of, now it's anticlimactic. Jorge's out, but who's in? Motherfucking Wells. Wells. I love Wells. I do love Wells, too. He's adorable. He's so little. Does this mean, though, that he's the one? Little little bitty pocket button. (laughs) Does this mean, though, that he's the one who overserves Demario and Corinne? Whoa! Like, does I mean seriously, though? That's a baby. As you heard in the after-school special, if they're drinking a drink, it's because they ordered it. It's not because some (laughs) producer (laughs) who's drinking a drink. Did Wells pour that for you backstage? Harrison slipped something in my Josh wine. I don't like that. I don't um, like that. Yeah, I mean, Wells is serving them alcohol. Yeah. He's the bartender. He's yeah, dishing out drinks, but he's really dishing out life advice and hugs. That's what he's really dishing out. I also want to say that the majority of these people have not been on Paradise before, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we have Amanda that has come back, and uh, Vinny is Vinny, back. yeah. But when... Hor- so... My assumption is that most of them literally have never met Jorge. Right. And when Harrison says that he's not going to be there, 
like uh, Daniel M starts crying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's too upsetting. It's sweet, I yeah. guess, but like you never fuck? met the guy. Yeah, um, and just the idea of Jorge that she misses. All right. Um, Jorge's leaving. The ladies have the rose first. Yeah. This is apparently a first. Usually the yeah. gentlemen do. And I didn't know. As, as always, they act like this is like a game changing right. thing. They're like they're it's, all they've all been handed guns and right. they're going to execute the people in they some don't ways. Want. Actually, well, I guess maybe it gets worse as the season goes on. Maybe having the rose the first go round is when you want it, but. You're saying there's a bit of a burden to having the rose well, sometimes? no, I think that it gets harder to get a rose the longer you go into it because more couples pair off and less roses oh, are available. I see what you're saying. So to so have like, it later... by the time we got to the end of last season, Lace might have had a rose, but there was no question but that it was going to Grant. Sure, You right. know, so right. if you come in... And people will talk about that. Like, if you if somebody gets kicked off and you get to come in in, like, the last two weeks, sure. you're just kind of out of luck. What are you get Unless, like, both... Either there's a big shake-up or the two people that come in at the end are like, well, I guess it's you yeah, and me. I guess it's you us. You and me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Wells and Danielle are apparently friends. Because they both live in Nashville. Oh, right. Which I did we need kind to of, hang with them. Dude, I know. Wells, Danielle, Carly, and Evan right. live in Nashville. Wells, what are you doing for the eclipse? But I love you. Can we watch the eclipse with you? We just want to be our, your friend. <laughs> we just want to carry you around in our pocket. Just a little pocket Wells. Just a little guy. I'd like to put Wells on my dashboard so that he kind of <laughs> jiggles when I drive. I'd like to put pocket Wells. In your pocket. Yeah. In yeah. one of my pockets. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, All so, right. date cards. Lacey. Are we at date cards already? Oh, am I? That's where we are <laughs> in my notes. All right. So, date cards. All right. So, moving along. Christina gets the date card. She takes Dean. Uh, much to Danielle's chagrin, yes. as Danielle has called Dean the babe of paradise. Yeah, Dean is a hot commodity. I feel like Dean looks like he belongs in like an early night. He looks like he belongs on Beverly Hills 90210 yeah. circa 1995. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. He, he's um, really a rich man's Brandon Walsh. I feel like he's oh. got a Jason Priestley vibe, but he's a lot cuter than Jason Priestley. Yeah, well, there you go. Even so that's though, why he's such I will a... make the argument that I think Jason Priestley is actually objectively attractive, but Brandon Walsh was such a loser that he oh, kind of got that is overshadowed down the character. by Dylan McKay. I know nothing of uh, which of these. It's I thought they were all theory. cool. I didn't know. Really? This you is think, like the Dawson you think thing. think David Silver is cool? Oh, I don't know who that is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're so precious to me. I would give the world to you. You're so precious to me. Hold it. Hold it. This is like the Dawson thing where I thought that Dawson was the cool guy. <laughs> I just assumed that anybody who's on one of these shows is supposed uh, to be cool. Yeah, that's how it usually works on these teenage sitcoms. There's never a loser. Well, but the <laughs> losers are like visibly ugly, like a screech. Like Have you, you look at. Have you seen Brian Austin Green in the early episodes <laughs> of 90210? But he's like beefy, right? I mean, he's got that going oh for him God. at least. No. No, is he thin? Yeah. Wait, oh, Brian Austin Green, not the. Who am I thinking of? The blonde guy. Ian, Ian Zeering? 
and Zena. Maybe so. Steve? Steve Sanders? Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. No, Steve of. was fine. Yeah, we'll probably Brian has to be This isn't an Fox. Podcast idea. We're watching Beverly Hills and 90210. No. From start to finish. <laughs> no, and I think, I, think I just got myself roped into this. Anyways. Okay. Anyway, Dean is a babe. Uh, ja- oh, I want to talk about how Jasmine was Tiana. That's oh, yeah. Cool. That's big. Um, Call us, Jasmine. Nick- Jasmine, tweet at us. Come to Ooh, our child's I party. Think I pissed Jasmine you off did piss with Jasmine. That you ruined it. Joke. We could have had her come Aww. as Tiana to our daughter's birthday Jasmine, party. I was kidding. It was, it was all in good was fun, right? You make choky jokes I on the know. show. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you really fucked this one up for us, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> she was going to fly out here and be Tiana. I'm going to get Wells to come to be Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a Geppetto size, really. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> okay, uh, Lacey and Iggy are hitting it off. Nick yeah. is still really into Jasmine, but he is super drunk and she basically refuses to talk to him and then goes and gets Matt um Taylor and Derek Taylor and are Derek hitting are off. hitting it off she Taylor's has got her like wild island hair yeah it's like when Monica goes to Jamaica on I, Friends I noticed that too and I um I, she had that line about I think you should take me in the forest or whatever and he's like that sounded dirty like oh that that sounded dirty yeah oh. he reacted how I would have reacted he was like that sounds like it has a sexual connotation <laughs> Get all, all right. sweaty. I don't even know what night we're on, but I know we're past night one when Robin and Raven go on a date together. Um, right? Robbie? Robbie. Yeah. yeah. Robin. Robin, yeah. <laughs> Robin Shabazz. <laughs> uh, Robbie, excuse me. And we didn't even mention that he was here. Oh, yeah. Robbie's here. With his Ken doll hair. With his hair. What's. What's happening? No, who? It Danielle? is like a massive comb over. Daniel does describe it as like a falcon wing. It's and bizarre. has some good lines about it. Yeah, it is strange. It's like whoever does Trump's hair also did this. Like it seems physically impossible that it could even work. Yeah, especially in Mexico where it's like right. windy. Yeah, in the ocean. You're in and it like they're on wave runners, and it's just it's just perfect. It is there. Yeah. It's waterproof. He's got a sealant on that bad boy. The boys are all a little bit intimidated by Robbie, but I actually thought it was funny when they so they go on the date. It seems fine, but then they come back and Raven is like totally making fun oh, of him yeah, with see, the girls. I love that. That's what I was talking I about know. with what Raven she was, was giving likeable. him shit for saying that he was an influencer. Oh, that was so <laughs> great. I mean, that when she was yeah. That's really funny. And that was where I was like, oh, Raven seems cool. Raven um, also had a... She was kind of sick on this date, and she had a big frog in her throat. And it couldn't. I couldn't figure out who she sounded like to me. Bobby Hill. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, it's 100%. when she started talking about fruit pies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love apple pie! Um, Raven comes back from the date and... Seems pretty meh about it. Sure. Um, yeah, they go, they ride wave runners, and it also seems like a meh date. You know, mm-hmm. ride some wave runners. On, though Robbie's like, this is my wheelhouse, man. I know. This is exactly, this is where I thrive. On, well, the, and, wa- on the wave runner. On the wave runner. Well, also, Robbie comes back and is like, she's into it. Like, I know. A lot Poor of these guy. guys don't seem to be um, <clears throat> very clear on, you know, very good at picking up signals, which I feel you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Raven also says that Robbie is prettier than her, and that's why it can't work out. We're skipping a lot, I think, but basically Matt and Jasmine get to go on a date to a drag show. I actually liked that. I thought yeah. Matt was a really good uh, sport about he it. He was it a good like sport. like he was actually having a lot of fun. He does have a great time. Well, and he starts out with the, like, I don't know about this kind of, but he gets over that really quickly. Yeah. So good. That's to his credit. You know, he seemed a little nervous when he first walked in, like I'm in construction and this isn't where we would go. But, but he doesn't say it. And I feel like he just is even like laughing when he says, sure, that. sure. He understands that he's out of his comfort zone, but he doesn't seem too, you know, like worked up about it or anything. Jasmine also tells the drag Queens to choke him. If yeah. he gets out of line, <laughs> really Jasmine, you're allowed to make a choky joke. Well, and also can you sanction chokies to other people? Like, <laughs> What, how have you declared yourself this choky boss? Welcome that... to Trump's America. <laughs> All right. So that was part one, basically. Okay. Right? Can yeah. we say that? Part two, as we have said. So part two opens with Harrison coming on the screen real serious-like. Right. Well, can we mention, so part one ends... You'll notice that we have barely mentioned Demario and Corinne doing anything. It's because they all. don't show them. They don't show anything. So they, yeah, you see them get into the pool. Right, at, at it's like still six daytime. o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. daytime still. Alex is awkwardly narrating the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, he'll be deposed someday, I'm sure, for <laughs> for that. But yeah, then you really don't hear anything from them again. And then like the next night is when they shut down production. So the show ends the first night with the producers coming and be like, shut it down. And even that night, like, there's some scene where Corinne and Demario are, like, hanging out, and Corinne is like, we're homies, like, I love you. Right. But, But it seems like they have, like, a friendship. Like, there does not seem to be any sort of awkward energy between the two of them. If anything, the only thing that I thought was weird was that it seemed to show... That whatever had happened the first night seemed to be over. Sure. Like they were not right. a couple. Right. Is everyone enjoying the sound of our cattle dog playing with this tennis ball toy? I'm sure people are enjoying that. Um, no, I yeah, it seemed like you know that there was no tension between them at all. So I guess it's what it sounds like and to jump ahead a little bit, when they go into like the debrief about it, they don't even say what happened. No, like they don't yeah, even well, say like what was alleged. Okay, so I want to. I mean, Harrison first comes on and says, "Wait, on part one, we do get them coming back, and they're like shot production, right? Yeah, that's right. That's how it that's ends. The end. Is some producers out? It's like, like they're all kind of starting to like uh, try to get roses from each other. Yep. Yeah, and, and then they the, just like yeah. shut it down. Yeah, shut it down." So then Harrison comes up on part two and says Warner Brothers investigated and concluded that there was no evidence of misconduct by the cast. And you and I both thought that that was just going to be it. It. That, like, yeah. they literally weren't going to say anything right. else. Because they're like, now Jade and, or now Evan and Carly's wedding. Well, also, Harrison Ryan filmed got that. real pissed I off. I did about get real pissed too. off. I have in all caps some curse words. You got to be kidding me. Some curse words that I would not have used in junior high. Um,. Also, Harrison filmed that when he was there, like, by himself. Or not by himself, but, like, while production was still shut down. So, again, I just picture him, like, he was one step away from, like, painting a face on a volleyball. Basically, I feel like. He was going a little nuts down in paradise by himself. Um, Yeah, so 40 minutes of Evan and Carly's wedding. If you sat through it, you're a 
better person oh than we God. are, whatever. But. I just think that that's very self-indulgent. Like, nobody... This is going to sound harsh, but it's time for a harsh lesson. Nobody cares about them. You know, I mean, people barely care about the actual bachelor or bachelorette when they get married. To me, there's... and. I don't blame them because I think it would be really hard to turn down an offer from ABC of like, we'll pay for your whole wedding, oh, sure. but let's put it on TV. Sure. But it annoys the shit out of me. Well, I agree know. with celebrity Tinder. You are not celebrities. <laughs> I don't care about your freaking wedding. Would you? Here's my question for you, though. Would you prefer this or would you prefer a standalone special? Because it's Neither. like... Neither. Well, but the standalone special you can just entirely ignore. Like, they embedded something that I didn't yeah. want to watch in something that I barely well, want like, to watch. Last uh, last season, they did that wedding between Lacey and um, Marcus that ended up being, like, fake. What? Like, I it wasn't even, even a real that. wedding. Yeah. And then they broke up, like, two months later. But it was, like, ten minutes of the first episode. Lacey and Marcus? Yeah, they met the very first season Okay. Yeah. They they mean nothing to me. <laughs> and I guess that's your point. Is like, yeah. who? I had the impression So I would people... have been okay if it had been like a, a five minute, yes. ten minute thing. Yeah, that's what I anticipated too. 40 goddamn minutes yeah. cutting into Paradise when I want to know what the fuck happened right. between Demario and Corinne. Right. No thank you. Yeah. It also is just in bad taste. Like, right. we're going to get to this whole consent argument. Yeah. But first, here's Evan yeah. crying and being awkward. Here's a wedding that appears to be some uh, inappropriate cultural appropriation. We blew through it, but it looked like they... Um, <laughs> didn't look great. Yeah, didn't, didn't look, the <laughs> optics weren't great on that from, from the fast forwarding that we did. What are your optics? <laughs> All right, so I'm an influencer. Okay. We come back, and they actually are... I mean, we both commented that it did feel very much like an after-school special. Oh, yeah. They're all sitting around with Harrison. Harrison, like, has one knee up and right. is being real casual. I'm surprised he didn't, like, turn his He's chair like around. like a handsome youth minister. Or like a, like a sub <laughs> yeah. coming in oh, to, like, yeah, he did. let's wrap That's with you guys. That's what it reminded me of was at the end of that Saved by the Bell drug episode yeah. when the NBC producer comes on. Yep. <laughs> I've got a great idea for the fall yes, season. Exactly. Yeah. Hi, I'm Brandon Tartikoff, chairman of NBC Entertainment. And I've got a hit idea for the new fall season. Don't do drugs. There's no hope with dope. Um, so we both noted that like four different people blame the media. Yes. Okay, Trump. <laughs> I mean, what? fake news. Here is what is interesting to me. They all like someone had to think that something bad happened. Right. And they all go on and on about how we have such a great relationship with the producers. Um, we have such a great relationship with Chris Harrison. Like, we have great relationships with each other. So it's all the media trying to create this discord between the cast and the crew. But the media didn't shut down production. Right. Someone on the sure. show did. The media they, didn't conduct an investigation. Yeah. yeah. So it annoys me that they act like oh, this all just got blown out of proportion. Well, the whole reason why the media picked up on it was because they all got sent home. Right. Right. So, and because there was some kind of big drama, which 
This is the other thing that always is a little frustrating about, like, especially Harrison does this a lot, where he's like, it'll be like, quit trying to get into the details of these people's lives. Like, I make my living entirely by broadcasting people's dramas on TV, but you fans are right. too ravenous well, about right. wanting information. That's when they kept blaming the media and... Uh, I said, as if they didn't want that media attention. Right. Like, Harrison is loving the fact that people are tuning in to oh, see sure. what happened yeah. on the first night. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to see what happened. I'm still not but... 100% convinced that he didn't just manufacture all of this to get a higher. Sorry, guys, there's a gnat that's circling <laughs> me and my Josh Rose. Once again, excellent radio. Um. So, I, I mean, I thought that some interesting comments came sure. out of it. Yeah. I, I'm glad that they, you know, Harrison straight up asked, do you think race played a poor part in this? And they all say yes. Mm-hmm. But again, I think, <laughs> what in what way did race play a part? Like the producer? Sure. Thought that it was... Well, they seemed to be implying that the public's response was fueled by racism but which it, it wasn't i mean well, i who knows no, i mean i don't I, think the interest you was have, you could have it could have been dean and corinne that had been acute i think the public interest was fueled by the idea of a lack of consent and misconduct well, I think I didn't. I don't know because I didn't read any of like the comments on any of the articles, any of the Twitter stuff. I imagine that what they're saying, and this is probably true, is that whose side you take may have uh, played a part. Race may have played a part because black men have such a bad history of being accused of rape of white women. I guess I just didn't read any comments sure. or anything. So. I don't know. It's I imagine it's entirely possible. So that I saw that people happened. were saying that Corinne was being slut shamed, um, and I'm sure. I mean, I would believe that. Um, I felt I I saw more of that when Caitlin slept with. Guys on our show, but I mean, you know, we don't read comments, right? I don't know what the public's response was. Um, What I will say is one of the reasons why I think if this was a manufactured drama that it's so distasteful is that it does set up on like on one side you have a black man who historically black men have been set up as these predators. Um, And on the other side, you have a woman and historically women have... Mm -hmm. um, had so much trouble getting concerns about consent being taken seriously. Right. Like, really, there's no, like, well, I'm, I'm, you don't even want to take a there's side. There's not a winner. Right. In the, yeah. And, I mean, even, you know, I was a little disturbed because Danielle M. flat out says that she thinks that Corinne referred to herself as a victim as an attempt to try and save face. Like, that's very offensive. Yeah. And that... <laughs> You're saying Danielle's comment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um... Uh, and then you have Raven saying that she hopes that the incident doesn't deter anyone from coming forward. It was just it for as much time as they spent on it. I still have no idea what the fuck happened. Sure, sure. Well, and I'm, that's annoying. Uh, no, yeah, I have no idea what happened. It sounds like <laughs> for a show that has cameras everywhere. Sure. Um, well, but they know what happened. Yeah, they're just not telling us, and obviously they can't show some of that footage. Clearly, right. I don't expect that. But it is weird to, like, build up, build up, build up, and, like, everything's going to be answered, and, like, nothing is really answered. My guess as to what happened is that they were both just really drunk. 
Yeah. Because, and that also plays into the like, they seem fine the next day. Like, it almost seems like they don't realize. But that, that annoys they're... me because then when the cast is like, it's our choice if we want to drink those drinks, like, of course it is. But it adds a different element when you have sober production filming everything that sure. happens when sure. you drink. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't. I just feel like they tried to strangely gloss over it, and it did not appease me. Right. Well, and they were all like, "People think this is all scripted, but like it's all real." And like, well, but it's edited. Right. Like, even if right. it's not scripted. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can't have it both ways. Because when I made that choky joke to Jasmine, right, she commented like, "Actually, Nick loved that. You know, don't believe everything you see." Edit with editing. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, which is it? Is it that they're editing everything to make it look differently than it actually happened? In which case, I, I, like, that's not flat out scripted, but they're molding the show to fit the narrative that they want. Mm-hmm. Or is it all real? And I don't know. Right. Right. Well, what I left with from this conversation, there were some good comments. I thought Diggy had some really good things to say yeah. about. Um, how this could affect yeah. Demario moving forward. It seemed like generally they were more sympathetic towards Demario right. than Corinne, right. just as a general feel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Raven had some good things to say, but in general, my impression was that this show is not equipped to no. handle this kind of right. situation. That <laughs> <laughs> these people are yeah. not equipped in Harrison. So, like, and they do, like, flat out after school territory, after school special territory when they're like, how do you know when someone's given consent? I know. What Which is, is like, what is consent? I mean, I guess that's valuable. I guess there are people that don't know, but well, of course there are people right. that don't know. Well, I know there are people that don't care. I'm not sure. No, it seems like... there are people that don't know. We read that. I mean, this is totally off topic, mm-hmm. but we read that. Um, Mon- Montana was that? Yeah, Missoula. Oh yeah, yeah, that the book about book, yeah, and they. I mean, they had a lot of information there about how yes like some people just have a totally warped idea of what consent is and isn't so so i I mean hopefully that this is a public service in that regard and then harrison at the end makes them all go around and say like do you want to be here which i thought was kind of strange yeah Um, but what i loved and most people aren't going to catch this but Derek who looks exactly like Jim Halpert, says, absolutely I do, which is what Jim Halpert says when he's pranking Dwight. Yeah, you always say, absolutely yeah. I do. Yeah. Um. All right. I mean, I'm just not going to feel satisfied with that portion, no. so let's move forward. No, yeah. So we learned that Dean and Christina... So, it, I mean, it was interesting. They all were forced to leave for what seems right. to be a couple of weeks. right. Two or three weeks, and yeah. then they come back. It, so it creates a new drama. Yes. So like Iggy and Lacey, is their momentum gone? Like and that kind of drama. The answer is yes. yes. Like a lot of the people who seem to have a lot of chemistry the first go round um, are not so hot this time. So like mm-hmm. Alex and Amanda kind of right. seem to have a little something. Like she was, she was going to give him a rose, mm-hmm. and then she's totally annoyed by Alex. Yeah. Lacey was feeling Iggy uh, before she had to leave the first time. And this time she just says that Iggy's full of shit. (laughs) I like uh, another great Raven quote. See, I thought Raven had some great lines in this one. um, That Ben and Robbie hit her up during their break, but she ghosted them. Like, she just didn't want to deal with all of this. She was like, I basically ghosted both of them. Yeah. 
Um, even Dean and Christina, who road tripped to Chicago together, right. seem a little... I don't like they definitely based on the previews get over this hump, uh, but they they're hitting a rough patch. Sure, after whatever both, happened on their road trip. Well, yeah. they both complain that the other is a bad communicator. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, Christina's is probably just a translation issue. Christina actually has a great communicator, but it's embedded in her dress and it's feeding everything back to the Russians. In Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Communicator, what would she say? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. No, do it. Yeah, in Russia, language communicate you. <laughs> oh, oh all right. Um, um, I also thought this portion. So we already had to sit around and chat about what did and didn't happen in Paradise earlier, but then the show takes like this detour or like just hits a standstill where they sit around and talk for like another 20 minutes well, they about split everything up. that's the happened. The guys go and bro, bro out. out. It's fourth quarter game time. I like how the guys are all feeling pretty good and yeah. the girls are just like, oh, we need some new men up yeah, here. Yeah, we need some fresh blood. <laughs> um, Let's see. The girls are all in agreement that they like Taylor. That... uh. That ta- Paradise Taylor is much more palatable than Bachelor she's as Taylor. fun as her hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I also I thought it was they didn't say um, why Demario and Corinne didn't come back. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was another question for me. Like if nothing happened, if it was all totally sure. copacetic and. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't at least one of them come back right. on the show? Well, and that's, again, I don't know the answers to this. Probably it's in the media, but, like, was that their choice? Or were they not invited back as a distraction? Or was there some kind of legal reasoning? Again, that's there were just... News. That's fake news. <laughs> there were just no answers given at all mm-hmm. about this thing, you know? And like we said, I we we only glossed over this a little bit, but, like, they didn't even say what the allegations were. They just said something happened. yeah. The closest we ever get is when Harrison is like, what is consent? Right. Well, and they play like a bunch of news clips, but even the news clips don't. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. That's an adorable little sneeze. Um, all right. Lacey is feeling real shitty. She doesn't like Iggy. She says nobody is here for her. She's borderline rejected. She's at the bottom of no. the totem pole. And then she says, I just wish someone really cool would show up like Daniel. Like Daniel. Yes, I love that. Right? Someone who's waiting for a cool guy like Daniel to show up <laughs> in his maple leaf Speedo. Oh, uh, her prayers are going to be answered, yes, it or appears. maybe just wearing a maple leaf, not even the Speedo. Um Let's, so what do we right, got um, here? Uh, Jasmine tries to um, hit Matt up for sex, and oh Matt right, basically rejects yeah. her. She's like, like "Do you want to get away of our bedroom every night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> right, roles reversed, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm the uh, Jasmine in the situation. <laughs> oh, thanks for but, clarifying. Well, I just want people to to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm turning you down all the time. That's what's happening. Um, no, and he's like not even subtle about it. He's like, I'm going to go take a nap. And, and of course, she's it's not like, subtle about it sure. either. She's like, like, you want to get away from the cameras a little bit? Let's take these mics off. Yeah. Just the <laughs> yep. mics. Yeah. No thanks. Um, yeah, so he, and the, earlier they have a big conversation where she's like, 
I know if someone tried to give you a date card that you would like be politely reject them. And it seems like Matt is not. Uh, and he's like, uh, he just won't say anything. Yeah, he's no non-committal. He tells the that. producers that he felt like he was too quick to pin himself down. Really, Matt, buddy. I think Jasmine is the best you're going to get. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And she seems cool. Like she, um, I feel like I like. I didn't have a strong reaction to Jasmine one way or another, but I, I like Paradise Jasmine. She seems a little intense, maybe. But she was very intense on The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, but she seems cool, you know. Um, All right, so. Dean and Christina seem to break up at the end. Um, Dean says he's not feeling good about anything. Man, what a paradise. Poor guy. I know. Oof, poor guy. Well, I guess we have to clarify. It's almost paradise. Almost. How could you ask for more? You could <laughs> ask for more, actually. We have to get into Alex and uh, oh, Amanda. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I didn't even really take notes on that. Oh, thing. I have some notes about right. this with some quotes. All so, right. <laughs> Alex, there is a lot of dog talk. On this episode, oh, a lot of people talking about ben their dogs. Z. Yeah, Ben Z is talking about his dog over and over again. And then Alex is trying to prevent Amanda from talking to other people by talking about how he wants to get a Dutch Shepherd because they're gangster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that happens. You know what? You know who's gangster, Alex? A rat terrier. A rat terrier with a, maybe a little bit of Chihuahua mixed in. So he shakes a little just bit. A little, little like Wells. Um, yeah, oh, he is the dog equivalent the of Wells. Wells. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is our dog. Our rat and terrier. Yeah. yeah, now we're doing it. Now we're doing the same thing that Benzie <laughs> and, and Alex do. And then, so Alex just keeps like blathering on at Amanda over and over again, who's giving like one word answers yeah. to everything. And at some <coughs> point, Sorry. like Raven basically tells Alex, like, give up on Amanda. You're barking up the wrong tree. I have the. Uh, I think you should move on from Amanda. That's what it is. And Alex says that he needs to uh, deconflict a bunch of misperceptions <laughs> <laughs> about this situation. Yes. Yeah. So um, he goes over. So instead of taking Raven's advice, he doubles down and says he's going to go over there with like a little Ooh. wink and uh, try to kind of play it cool and come on strong. You'd think that it would be hard to capture like the eye roll on this show just because I mean it wasn't a real close up of Amanda but even from far away you can see how annoyed she is to have to deal with Alex yes. again yeah when he comes over She's and like, like I don't have exactly what he says but like sort of like can I get away get away with you for a minute he's like can I steal you for a second yeah well and she already had to deal with this you may or may not remember this from Last Paradise but Evan made that like crazy oh, stupid yeah, play for Evan Amanda hated Josh. Right, for some reason. And he's like, yes. just cluelessly goes down oh, and like God. tries to get Amanda. But Evan was way more sympathetic than Alex. Because I think the thing about Alex is he thinks that he's a badass. Right. I feel like Evan at least acknowledged that he was like Rick Moranis going up against... <laughs> but he shrunk everyone. That's yeah. how he won in the end. Uh, yeah. Um, I did enjoy Alexis and Vinny pretended to be Alex and Amanda. Oh which yeah, was I like that too. Yeah, yeah, that was enjoyable. Um, yeah, I, I think Alexis and Vinny would be a cute couple. I think they would too. Yeah, her like Jersey accent. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, 
Well, and um, Amanda is basically like, I'll give Alex my rose as a friendship rose, but nothing more. Ooh, buddy, the friendship rose. Yay. Yay. Uh, All right. What do we have? That's it. No, I mean, my notes are done. Okay. I have a bunch of stuff. What do I still... (laughs) Well, you have one line that just says, this shit sucks. No, that's... Who said that? (laughs) Somebody says that. Oh, Dean. Dean. Yeah. Dean says that. Um, Who will go home in tears? Everyone appears to go home. That's the credits. All right. Now we're just... I'm just reading my notes to you. We don't need to do that. Yeah, I think So let's wrap it up. Okay, so... I think you're done, big guy. We'll be back next (laughs) week. Also, we're sorry. This is coming out on, what, Thursday or Friday? That's the best we can do, Emotional recovery from this thing. That's the best we can do. It's it's four fucking hours to watch this thing. We have real jobs. Ryan is a tenured (laughs) professor. Not for long after they hear some of these comments. <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, we'll be back sometime next week to report what does and does not happen on yeah. Paradise. I need you with me by my side. I need you in my heart. Wow, he's got so good. I had no idea. Yeah, well, I'm him along slowly. You know, teaching him how to phrase a lyric, sell an audience. All the things a top-notch manager does. What? Like, shut up and let everyone else listen to a song. Yeah, shut up. I'm bringing him along slowly. Heaven, heaven's be my love, yeah. Heaven, heaven's be my love. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.